Hey everyone, Alex here at the top of the show, just breaking in to let you guys know that we have finally set up a Patreon for the Midwest Podcast Network. You can go to patreon.com slash midwestpodnet, that's M-I-D-W-E-S-T-P-O-D-N-E-T, and you can support our show for as little as a dollar a month. That may not sound like a lot, but it's a dollar more than we've been making for the past four years, and it would be helpful so that we can make our shows and network even better. So we're happy to give you guys a way that you can support us directly with Patreon. You can support us for a dollar a month, and we thank you for that. You can go up to $5 a month where you'll get access to a Discord channel that you can talk to us with. For $10 a month, we'll give you a shout-out on the show. And for $50 a month, we've got a few limited spots where you can get an ad on one of our running shows. So please go to patreon.com slash midwestpodnet. Consider giving us just a dollar of your money per month. We love making this content for you guys, and we hope that it's worth a dollar to you. Thanks for listening, and on with the show. This podcast is part of the Midwest Podcast Network. Find out more about our other shows and how to support our network at MidwestPodcastNetwork.com. Hey everybody, this is John from the Midwest Game Nerds Podcast. Um, Alex got a chance to check out a game called Underworld Ascendant by Other Side Entertainment, published I'm by jealous. 505 Games, uh, and we were put under a press embargo, so we're doing a special snippet yes. here to come out after April 13th. Uh, I have this awesome card with Slate Schwertner's name on it. He is the influencer relations uh, contact here. So uh, Slate, if you're listening, let us know how we did. <laughs> uh, yeah. That is a really cool name. This is our. Say. This is our. I hope first. I pern- I pronounced it right. I did not Schwartner. actually. I don't think I met Slate when I was there. No, they just but, handed you his card. But um, anyways, yeah. I so I think you'd remember if you met Slate. But uh, yeah, so this is a game called Underworld Ascendant. It is a. It is meant to be a successor or sequel to the Ultima Underworld one and What's two a games. Successor. Successor. It's a, It's an Adam Sessler successor. Is what it is. A successor. But uh, anyway, uh, it's a first-person action role-playing game. Uh, they're attempting to make what is known as an immersive sim, a lot like something like System Shock or Bioshock or Thief or Deus Ex. Um, and so it's, a, it's, it's more like a sword and sorcery type thing. You start out in like this uh, castle type uh, like keep, essentially. It's a dark one. There's There's torches and things around and you just have your your fists and they, they, so the, I played like an early alpha and um, it's this was meant to be like a training mission essentially and like so there's, most RPGs yeah and and it, it started out as like uh, you are hearing this kind of uh, godly voice some type of venerable British actor your Jeremy Irons or your Ian McKellen or someone of that sort, essentially, right. kind of telling you uh, what you've got going on. You got to go and, and like your first objective is to escape. So you're going to like escape. You have to try and escape this one room, and uh, you've got bare hands. You're able to pick up like blocks of cheese and stuff, which you can eat to recover health mm. or whatever. But um, I'm sold. I want to play this game. They basically <laughs> the first challenge that you arrive at is a locked door, and they're like, "Well, you could beat it down, or you could maybe use fire." 
I was like, well, I don't have any like fire spells or did, anything. Did yet. the game prompt you that you could do it that way, or did the were the guys? In it the was room? the voiceover. The no, voiceover the voiceover was, was, like, was like, it looks like a door that you could beat down, or you could maybe burn it down, and that's like all they said. And I was like, okay, well, how am I going to get fire over there? And I was like, well, I've got these like cubes that are kind of wooden and metally, so maybe if I take it and pick it up and place it on top of the flame, it'll start on fire. And guess what? It did. So then I could take that block and put it up against the door and it would start the door on fire and eventually the door would break down and in flames, essentially. Okay. And allow me to pr- progress through. It's very Zelda Breath of the Wild. Yeah, yeah. And and uh, you could see some influences of that. You could see influences of those other games that I mentioned, like, like a Bioshock or even in some ways like a Skyrim as well, just kind of. That kind of uh, just like a first person, you know, and and it seemed very like it, there was a little bit more of an emphasis on the physics of it all because I am taking and manipulating objects in the space and I can throw them or um, set place them, them set them on fire, that kind of thing. Another one of the mechanics that I saw, like I, I, I was able to pick up a bow and I got something, uh, I forget exactly what it was called, but it was basically an arrow that has like a little water balloon at the end of it. And you can use those to turn out torches from a distance. You can yeah, quench the torches like and give yourself some some stealth. So then, uh, you know, there's crouching mechanics and you can sneak around the enemies. The only enemy that I saw was like this skeleton that had, uh, you know, there's melee weapons and stuff like that. But you were able to kind of sneak around a little bit and, and try and subvert them that way or you could try and fight them head on with your fists if you wanted you know it's kind of up to you and that was kind of what they said is like it's very much a if you use a lot of fire we're gonna give you more fire we'll give you skills that have to do with fire i didn't really see anything in terms of skills as of yet uh i don't know like no skill tree or anything necessarily, yeah I, I didn't really get those details i don't know if i didn't pour deep enough into it or not but basically the way that it sounded a lot like in terms of you know what you use you will get more of so hopefully my type of character would be a great archer stealth archer who gets cool bow abilities and secrecy and stealthy stuff knows how to start a fire yeah um so that was kind of interesting and and just kind of walking through there um you know experiencing the different environments they had so it was it was kind of like a castle and like a cave at the same time okay underworld so, yeah, yeah, it was some sense. type of underworld almost. <laughs> right. Were you actually going up when you were in the uh, castle? Uh, so far, there wasn't really much ascending as of yet, but uh, that could potentially be coming. There was a little bit about how, uh, you know, because I, you, I I picked up a wand at one point, and apparently every wand has a particular spell to it. And the one that I happened to pick up was like a stasis for wooden type structures or plant structures. Okay. And I was trying to get up the stairwell that had like a broken part. And when you step on like the one board that was still there, it would like swivel and potentially make you fall off so you could cast the spell on it and make it stay to put. hold it in place. Yep. So it's kind of the stasis of Breath of the Wild right. as well. So I could walk up to it that way. Um, and I'm trying to think of any other interesting things about it that I that I managed to do. I did end up dying to to some of the enemies because I had a few of them coming at me at the same time, and all I had was like a broken sword to fight them off with. So I wasn't particularly powerful at the time. 
What's the design of the enemies like? Are they human or it's humanoid skeletons? Humanoid, skeletons. essentially, okay. you know, and they and you can see like the magical whatever residing in their chest and their eyes and whatever keeps those bones going. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and as soon as you like defeat them, their bones kind of break off and splatter. Um, but it the the one complaint that I did have for them because they did kind of after I was done, they sat down, they're like, what did you like? What do you think would be different? That kind of thing. I told them, I was like, I didn't really feel like I could tell when I was doing damage with anything per se. Like uh, even when I was shooting arrows at the skeletons or beating them with my fists or even hitting them with the sword, I was like, I don't really know. I wasn't getting sound cues or visual cues okay. that felt like maybe I they're could, not just not implemented yet because they, it's an alpha build. Yeah, and that I, I I said that to them. I was like, you know, I know things are early on, but this is something right now that I had a problem with, and they kind of they they took that comment at least, and or, or they maybe were, they need like witty British skeleton uh, voices. Oh, 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 <laughs> or like that that disembodied voice could just be like, you've done a ton of damage. <laughs> Stop hitting I really just need oh, numbers to nice pop up hit. from the skeleton. No, that's not what I want at all in that situation. But I just feel like there's more of like a tactile sense that might help. Right. And show me that. Could you target um, individual yeah. limbs? Is uh, there a bat? I feel there's not there certainly wasn't vats. I don't feel as though I was playing precisely enough to understand if yeah. I could just target like if you uh, could cut a skeleton arm and such, off, or I was kind of jumping all over the place yeah. and like just you know, trying to experience. Because I never play those games that way. Right? I never. No, you're a stealth player. Yeah, like, I don't want them to know I was there. I, I and I so, would imagine based on the uh, games that this is inspired from that you can absolutely play yeah. stealth. Yeah. Right? No, I think it certainly will be a will a, be something a full that you can do. Sandbox experience. You can play the game however you want. Uh, the 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 example you gave me earlier or that i brought to light earlier was that they give you all the tools and it's up to you to figure out how to use them much like hitman yeah is like you get all the you know you run through these training levels and learn how to use all the different abilities and tools that you have at your disposal and then it's up to you to like to figure out how you want to get from point a to point b yeah Yeah. using those things even with the door it's like you have a choice there do you want to be more sorcery or do you want to be like a bruiser essentially kind of thing like could you just pick the lock no, there wasn't. It wasn't really like a lock. There wasn't like a lock picking mechanic. But I and I didn't even really try to like melee the door open. Yeah. At the time, I just wanted to put it. I wanted to burn it because well, I'm I mean, a pyromaniac. But you were in jail, right? So I mean, how are you going to pick the lock, anyways? If you have no lock, I don't know. Maybe the stuff. disembodied voice would be like, "Well, maybe those hairpins in your hair will allow you to pick the lock." I don't know if it was a jail per se. You, you or just wait like for a, your fingernails to grow like a, out. Three months, you a, can pick the lock. Some kind of dungeon cell thing. And also, there were certain points where it would pop up like a mission end of like, "Oh, you made it out of this particular area. Now head into the next one." So it seems like it might be more like a stage based game and not quite so sandboxy, open worldy kind of thing. But yeah. I, I don't know exactly. Generally um, how those games worked, uh, I mean, like Deus Ex or yeah. System Shock or whatever, is they were very much open level design, but not open world. Yeah. Yeah, open, you had open multiple, level, but it was it a lot of interconnected levels, and you could go in between the levels. You would revisit old levels, but... Like what you did in in the level, they were just so expansive and like full a, of options. Like a branching linear but it was still, system. Of yeah, sorts. it was still a linear 
story with right. branching paths. You, had you, singular, you arrive at the same end. Yeah, you had regardless. a singular well, task that you must either. achieve. You had a singular task that you must achieve, but it's up to you to figure out how you want to get there in like this level that is a little more expansive than a normal situation in a game would be. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. But all in all, I mean, uh, this game, uh, I think, was once launched on Kickstarter. And uh, I think they have like a backer it still going. Essentially, it is supposed to come out later this year, and uh, I think they are. You know, they've got images and stuff on the website. They got a few trailers it's, and things like that. It's listed on Steam already. I already have it in my wish list. On your wish list, okay. What, uh, what platforms? Uh, right now, it's just Windows, uh, Apple, and Linux at the moment. Okay. Uh, so I don't know if it'll come to anything else as of yet. But uh, no, it, it was an interesting opportunity. The first time I've ever really gotten to go behind closed doors and try to play a thing. And, uh, you know, it was very cool of them. I think they saw us because we got retweeted by Finji Games, the people that are putting out Overland and Night in the Woods and yeah. uh, Tunic. And uh, I think you followed the the person that followed us back or liked us or something like that. Yeah. And uh, and then they messaged us and were like, hey, are you still here? We want people to come and check out our game. And, and I was like, yeah, I'm here. I'll, I'll go meet you. So I got to meet them and and check it out and awesome. it was it was very cool so i'd right like on. to thank them for that opportunity and uh i'm excited to see more about underworld ascendant so right on well if you like this snippet of this particular game that we talked about and you want to hear more from us please check us out at midwestgamenurse.com uh you can see all the different ways you can support and listen to the show at midwestgamenurse.com slash links and be sure to send us feedback at midwestgamenurse at gmail.com Thanks again for listening, and we will see you guys next time. Peace.